Well, hello, and welcome back to another fine, scary episode of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I'm your host, Stephen LaBooth, and I got some creepy, creepy stuff for you today, boys and girls. Hmm, <laughs> alright, I hope it didn't scare you too bad with that opening. But yeah, I'm feeling better. That flu kicked my booty, so I hope y'all enjoyed last week's uh, episode. But yeah, I was in bed for two days with that shit. <clears throat> and then I got up and did some stuff around the house. For Saturday and Sunday, I felt real good. And I'm feeling good now. I mean, it, I'm still taking cough drops some. So if you hear that in my mouth, swashing around, I'm sorry. Just trying to keep the old vocal cords nice and... Nice and juicy. But thank you guys for uh, reaching out to me saying help you, I hope you get better and stuff. So appreciate it, guys. And the numbers are getting bigger and bigger and better. I'll tell you that. It's awesome. I love it. So just keep doing what you're doing, guys. Keep telling your friends about it. And, uh, you know, see where the show goes. Because apparently you guys like it. Mmm. Well, well, I guess I'll get into what we're going to go over today. Uh, today we're going to be going over, I don't know why. I was sitting down this weekend to try to do some research to get to, store, to do the podcast today. And uh, I just, I don't know why, schools, haunted schools. So I've been looking up some haunted schools and stuff we're going to talk about today. So I hope you enjoy the show. And uh, hey, don't get too scared now. All right, we'll get into the first story, so why don't you sit back, get a nice cozy blanket, cozzle up by the fire, get you some coffee or some hot cocoa, and cuddle up with Steve and, and ghost stories told from the south. <laughs> All right, our first story is the ghost of El Paso High School, of course, in El Paso, Texas. With the number of people who pass through them in their lifetime and the high emotions in play, it's not so, you know, it, it's no wonder that high schools are often considered havens of ghosts and other, other associates, associated uh, paranormal. Mm, let me read that again. It's no wonder that high schools are often considered havens of ghosts havens of ghosts and other associated paranormal activity. High school is often one of the best times in a young person's life, as well as the worst. And the intensity of these often dueling, du, uh, dueling feelings has a way of leaving an impression behind whether you want to or not. So, what does it take to be called one of the most haunted high schools in the United States? I'm going to scoot up a little bit. It would take more than just an average cold spot and strange noises to earn the uh, convicted title. Perhaps with some truly twisted dark tales that, bungle the, that boggle the mind and defy all explanations. 
And sorry, my breathing heavy. Like I said, I'm still getting over this crap, so just bear with me. It would take a building with a uh, unique, imposing uh, look. It would take uh, countless dead bodies, mysteries, missing classrooms, and tales of ghostly girls wandering the halls and reenacting their own gruesome uh, suicides. It seems seems unlikely that any school like this could truly exist outside of the campfire story or a cheesy 80s horror movie. But just north of the border in the city of El Paso, one does. In the heart of El Paso, oh, whoops. In the heart of El Paso High School, the unbelievable is to be believed and the dead are very are a very bit as re- as re- uh, restless, r- restless as the living. Okay, we're going to go over the El Paso High School history. It was open for students in 1916. Now, I need to go check this school out because it is fucking huge, man. It looks like some government like administration building. It don't even look like a high school. It looks like a college. Uh, okay. It opened for students in 1916. El Paso High School has always been an, a beautiful and imposing campus. Nickna- nicknamed the Lady on the Hill for her position on a uh, mountainside overlooking the city. El Paso High School bears a stunning silhouette that has made it a city landmark almost for almost from day one. Sorry about that. From its uh, inconception for its uh, Crisco Roman inspired architect, the El Paso High School has always carried a distinct and elegance that has set it apart from any other structure in the city. Marble floors and distinctions to the halls and fine hardwoods do these uh, do these same for classrooms. Also of a note is John uh, Jones Stadium, seating 12,000 people and bearing the distinction of being one of the first concrete stadiums in the U.S. I didn't know that. That's crazy. This is a high school. And it was uh, built to hold 12,000 people to watch a high school football game. And this was in the early 1900s. So just imagine, I think that school was still open in the 80s. Just think about how uh, big it was in the 80s. I mean, God. Crazy. I've never been to a school that big. From 1922 to 1923, the school... The school's name was changed to Sam Houston High School at the behest of local chapter at the local chapter of the Ku Klux Klan. But it was short-lived. It was a short-lived change after the community outrage swelled against the uh, Klan. So they didn't get their way. Good for them.
On November 17th of 1980, El Paso High School officially became a registered historical landmark in the National Register of Historical Places. Okay, on November 17th of 1980. That's pretty cool. Having taught such intimate alumni as Academy Award-winning act, winning actor F. Murray uh, Abraham and Representative Beto, uh, anyways, and Representative uh, Beto O'Rourke of El Paso High School remains to this day the oldest uh, operating high school in the city of El Paso. Oh my God, people still go to school there. Between its its academics and its highly competitive athletic athletic teams, the Tigers El Paso High School continues a history of excellence on a gorgeous campus that will hopefully teach Texas' best and brightest for many years to come. It is absolute. It is an absolute uh, stunning sight and. It is one of many must-see locations. If you are ever planning to visit El Paso, go see that wonderful, oh, go see what the wonderful city has to offer you. Hey, read. Okay, now we're going to go over the ghost of El Paso High School. Of course, of course, such a long storied history of excellence and can excellence in a campus that is uh, unique and imposing. There are bound to be a few dark tales here and there, but the uh, shared shared breadth of their uh, oddity is what makes El Paso history with its paranormal truly unique. Am I going the right way here? Okay. I had it the right way. Okay. The female spirit. Wait, I didn't. Let me see something here. Yeah, that's what I thought. I missed the page. Okay, the history, of course. Okay, put it unique. Okay, here we go. Okay. <sighs> okay, this one uh, I guess is a ghost called uh, Merg, uh, Morg, Morgan. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm way off. Maggie. <laughs> Thought encounters with paranormal in the odd go almost as far back as the school's school itself, in a partic- particular part of its his- of its history that cannot be ignored was the time was its time working as an overflow mer, uh merco during the uh, world uh, world wars during the first world war the school's eminence in uh lobbying in basement temporarily held bodies and were shipped into uh, el paso into the wake of the uh, spanish flu outbreak and combined deaths from the World War II until the next of kin could be uh, informed. Sealed classrooms. 
If that weren't odd enough about the basement, there have even been reports of faculty and students exploring the basement and discovering classrooms from the early nineteen uh, from the early twentieth century. In prestige condition, yet hazily blocked off, with no uh, stated reason given by the administration for the abandoned uh, statues. Given the years the school has been in operation and the number of times it has been reportedly authored to change for the times, discoveries along these lines are not uncommon. Well, think about it, you know. Anybody that knows that building in and out from the old days is dead. So when they're in there doing their uh, stuff, they come across it because, you know, apparently it's not on the blueprint. All right, here we go. Occurrences. Odd as this, odd as this is, there are more. There are more supernatural tales of bizarre going on at El Paso High. Over the years, people have reported slamming doors, hearing slamming doors, and the sounds of spiritual peep pepper rallies, and games going on in the school gym. Only to discover the building is completely empty uh, after you investigate. Yeah, that would creep me out. Really bad. All right, the female spirits. That's weird. I mean, not weird. One teacher told a story, story where... Going home after a late night of work, he saw a girl in an old blue dress standing at the end of the hallway. Certain that it was n- certain that she was not supposed to be there, he went to tell her to leave the school. When he turned to when she turned to face him, she looked at him sadly. Only then could the teacher realize that she was a. Mm, that she was just just a mist and faded away from existence. That would creep me out. Sitting there talking to something, it just whew, fades away. The sighting of ghost girls is common occurrence in these at the school, with at least one being uh, tied tied to a girl who committed suicide by slitting her wrist and jumping to her death from a uh, balcony within the school. Though the hall... The th- <sighs> now, I will say that's tr- that story is true. A girl really did do that, and her spirit does haunt that place. It's creepy. I've kind of read up on that one, too. Uh, where was I? Through the hallway and stairwell leading to leading to it, have since been walled off. So now people can't get up there to that balcony. It's walled off. More than one person has reported seeing a girl standing in the balcony, occasionally leak, uh, leaping into her leaping to her doom. These bra- those brave enough to snook into the <laughs> to sneak into the blocked. Halfway halls have reported strange sm- strange smells dripping from the ceiling. 
and the uh, light mist that pours through a lit a at least uh, once a day, only to quickly evaporate. Another of the most famous El Paso ghost stories came from a class picture taken uh, of the uh, 1985 graduating class. Mixed in a row of the teachers is a faded young woman in a white dress, only only a few people in the picture seem to notice her upon questioning. No, nobody in the picture claims to know who she is. It's creepy because you see everybody else pretty clear in this picture, but then you see her and it's blurry. It's crazy. Others have incited that she was not in the original picture and she was faded in over time. Whatever the case, this young woman remains another one of the strange ghostly mysteries of El Paso High School. Okay, that's visiting. We don't care about visiting. Yeah, I don't want to visit it. I mean, I mean, I do. It's a big place, but check it out. But I still have more to read. Uh oh, no, that was it. That's it on the story. Let's go check that out. That was the El Paso High School in El Paso, Texas, man. I'm telling you, that thing was huge, man. Really big. But all right, we are going to take a little break right here, ladies and gents. And I will be back. Well, how's everybody doing today? This is good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash. The most popular podcast in the world today. It's climbing up the charts faster than freaking slime on a stein, baby. Well, if you're wondering, what the hell is Borderline Texas Trash about? And who is this bitch Uncle Boo? Well, Uncle Boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, baby. We're going to get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens. I'm coming in on white lightning, baby, on a silver saddle to bring you the best of Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I don't step into that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day, talk about uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that. And we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts, do a little joking around. And my niece joins the show sometimes. We do a little segment called Ash Handy's Garage on Friday nights, baby. That's our live show we do sometimes. And then I got the uncle that I talked to down in uh, Gooseville, Louisiana. And he calls sometimes. We have a little show called Uncle Dickie's Kona. So you guys come check out Texas Borderline, Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I know you will love it. We are on every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher. Pandora, iHeart, uh, I mean, we're on everything. We're even on Podbean, man. We even got our own YouTube channel. We even got an Instagram account, and we got our Facebook account. So go check us out, man, and come listen to the show. You'll get to listen to Ash Handy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dicky, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, babies. 
Because we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've wine and dine with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just get your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politic bullshit, <coughs> come check my show out. Come check me and my crazy family out. Some of the shit we do, we do live uh, shows from the barbecue. So I'll see you later. Bye. I hope you like that commercial, fellas. Go check that show out. All right, the next school I'm going to cover is the Poe Town School in Ohio. It was an elementary. The Post Town Elementary School was uh, built uh, in 1937. Before it was a school, there were multiple train wrecks within occasional... Uh, uh, there was multiple train wrecks with casualties within a mile of the property. According to the Middletown History Society, Post Town is a unique corporated company located in northern <coughs> Madison Township, Butler County of Ohio, on State Route 4, about one mile north of uh, Middletown. It was laid out in 1818 by Peter Post as the town of West Liberty. And just in August of 1848, he was named the first postmaster of Post Town. His salary was $57.26 a year, everybody. Yeah. Well, sorry. Um... You had to figure this was 1818. So that was like good money. There being another West Liberty in Ohio at this time that the U.S. Uh, postmark asked the name of the uh, village be changed and everyone agreed it should be called after its founder, Post Town. In 1851, Cincinnati, Hamilton, and Dayton uh, Railroad was born just north of the village, making Post Town a shipping point. The Post Town School opened in 1937 near the railroad tracks, replacing an old one-room school that had served the community for years. This old one-room school became the uh, George Hall and later the Madison Fire Department. The school opened in September of nineteen thirty or September seventh of nineteen thirty seven, but it was not uh, ded- uh, dedicated until April fifteenth uh, of nineteen thirty eight. But Doctor Walter Collins gave the uh, directory address, and County School Superintendent C H uh, Williams also spoke. The members of the school board were George uh, Finkbone, Carl. Seagal, Nathan uh, Weagle, N- uh, Lacey Keith, Harry Shelby, and Harry Harry Agerberger. The school had a long <coughs> run until the year 2000. That ain't bad. God damn, that's an old-ass school. Jesus. It was there for a long time. 
Okay, here's the train accidents. The Middletown rails were pretty treacherous in the eighteen eight in the eighteen hundreds into the nineteen hundreds. On July twenty fifth, eighteen eighteen ninety one, employees of the National Cash Register were on their way back up to the uh, de- back up to Dayton from their company picnic. The passengers' train collided with a freight uh, train, causing four deaths and fifty injuries. On July fourth of nineteen ten, there was a, a horrific train a- train accident that occurred when a, a engineer of the big Four passenger train ran off the ran off schedule after a a detour that caused a mass chaos and when the second train flew off the freight flew off the flew off freight saw the original train it was too late all passengers in the car cars closest to the engineer either died or were seriously injured there were 19 deaths of the at the scene of the accident the countless others were hurt. There were no hospitals at the time, so the land so the land where the school currently sets was used as the makeshift uh tents and like me- the hospitals and stuff. Relief Oh. Relief trains were not sent out. And the uh, passengers were served or served were taken to hospitals in their uh, nearby cities. In the end, there were a total of 36 deaths. And then you had another tragic thing that happened there. Then we had the fire of. uh... Sorry, I got sidetracked. All right. Where was I at? Okay, then here's another traumatic thing that really was its town is haunted. Most of uh, Butler County was seen as a mass destru- uh, destruction due to the Great Flood of 1913. It swept through cities with a vengeance, and six people were killed outside the city of Middletown. However, the flood destroyed so many homes and businesses in the area that it may have left some uh, resident. Uh, some rural energy behind as well with the outset of both of these tragic events the middletown regional hospital was slated to open well anyways that's where they built its school where all this fucking shit happened and there's where you know people say they see uh they'll see Kids, people, you know, ghosts of people walking through the halls, or doors are slammed, stuff like that. So if you're ever up around uh, Post Town, go check out that school. Report to me about it. I think that'd be a pretty cool thing to go uh, check out. But man, that'd be weird being in school and seeing a ghost. I've never been in a, at a haunted school when I was going to school. You know, but if anybody out there has... Email me about it or slide in my DMs and tell me about it, Franklin. All right. Now, that was that one was Ohio. First one was Texas. This one, I think, is just uh, schools in New Mexico. All right. You ready, guys? <laughs> 
New Mexico is home to many stories of ghostly apparitions and haunted sites, including a number of schools. For instance, there is a school in a district not far from Santa Fe that is haunted that is oh is that is so haunted that its administration will not allow the name to be included in the, in the newspaper for fear it would be uh it would just uh it'd get the students all wound up and stuff so and it'd keep people uh, students from attending so that's why they didn't want to uh, put its name in there another new mexico another new mexico mexico school has walls that bleed some some claim one school in north and northern new mexico is located just outside of a graveyard perhaps ghosts from the cemetery haunt the school grounds but the staffers at the school believe the spirit of former teacher who died from a heart attack in the faculty's uh, faculty still roams the uh, hallways one teacher said that they came to work over the weekend and was alone in the building after working for a while she began to hear noises coming from various places like the kitchen the music room doors closed and open dishes clanged together benches in the hall moved and someone or something kept changing the bulletin boards on occasion, she heard the piano playing in the music room. When the teacher came back for her class after going to get supplies, she's, she saw wet footprints on the tile floor near her classroom. I think, she wanted to, I think she wanted me to notice that she was in the school, and that's why the footprints were there, she said. That Halloween, the teacher set up an altar, an altar for the dead. Every year during the Day of the Dead, a candle <clears throat> is lit at the altar and a glass of water is left for the ghost. But the uh, unexplainable noises continue. Maybe, maybe, these sound, maybe this sounds crazy, but I talk to her and I feel her presence by name. Oh, I feel her, pre her presence by me. When I talked to her, I asked if there's anything I can do for her. She said many other teachers have teachers hear noises and are reluctant to stay after school or go into the faculty and go into the school and work on weekends by themselves. Gavin Roma, a secretary at Salazar Elementary School in Santa Fe, believes that the school is haunted. When she uh, when she worked alone on the weekends in the old school, which was located closer to where the school track is now and was demolished some years ago, she would hear kids laughing and playing in the gym, slamming doors. Doors would close real hard and then would sound like somebody was running uh, running on the roof. It would feel I would or you would feel a presence as there as though somebody was behind you watching you, he said. So that's just a couple of spooky schools in Mexico. See how that fancies your bottom. <laughs> All right, guys, gonna do one more commercial, get a drink, wet the old whistle, and uh, we're gonna get back to recording.
You ever look up at the sky at night and look at the stars and wonder, are we the only ones really out here? Have you ever wondered how much our government hides from us? Have you ever wondered why so many mysteries go unsolved? What really happens? What's the clues? What's the evidence? Ever wonder if Bigfoot or Mothman is real? Then, if so, come listen to this podcast called What's Really, really, out, really there? out There. And I am your host, Stephanie Booth. And, and I am my your father. co-host, Stephen Booth, Hafaja. And if you're into UFOs, Unsolved urban murders, mysteries. unsolved murders, mysteries, uh, unexplained stuff that happened, urban legends. We're into all of that. Conspiracy stuff, too. We go dive into that. So if you're looking for a new podcast that tells that kind of stuff, then you are uh, need to listen to what's, what's really, really out, out there. there. And we are on Spotify and iHeart and Pandora, I think. But we are pretty much on every platform. Mm -hmm. We have a YouTube channel, too, or channel. So go check that out. It's called What's Really Out There. So come check us out. Once again, I'm your co-host, Stephen Booth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Booth. And this is What's, What's Really, really out, out There. We'll see you at the next episode, guys. Welcome back, my friends. Now, these stories are from around the world. All right. Here we go. Lee Williams High School. In 2013, the principal of Lee Williams High School in Kingman, Arizona, Steve Elwood, spoke to the Los Angeles Times about the multiple... Oh, about the uh, multiple ghost stories surrounding this school. Many of the people in town believe that the campus, that <sighs> many of the people believe that that the campus of the school is haunted and have reported seeing specters of a woman in prior and uh, you know older outfits and man. Uh, Kittled out in their best uh, clothes from that century. Along with the uh, usual phenomena of flickering lights, uh, phantom footsteps, alarms go off with for no reason. And there's also reports of a man dressed in a long coat and sporting a, a boiler hat who roamed the halls of the school as well as a tiny girl making herself heard at night about wanting to play outside. Leah Williams High School is situated partly on what used to be the old Pioneer Cemetery. In 2013, during the construction of the new school building, 11 graves, and a, and 11 graves 7 coffins, and a multi- and a multi bunch of artifacts were uncovered on the per on the uh, premises spectators ab uh, spectators thought the ghost reports were too wild uh, wild of the imagination 
but the janitor of the school and state and uh, of the school was very uh, strong in what he said and all that, and said that the stories were true. He claimed to have heard footsteps entering the bathrooms at night when no one was there. But himself, as well as voice, as a voice coming, uh, coming from, coming from some, a voice coming from some. Oh my God, a voice coming from one of the classrooms is what I was trying to say. Anyways, so if you ever get a chance, go check out Lee Williams High School. It sounds pretty goddamn creepy. It didn't. Oh yeah, it's in Arizona. All right, let's see. Sophia B. Wright Middle School. In 1912, Sophia B. Wright High School was the first public all-girls school in New Orleans. It eventually became a middle school when Hurricane Katrina hit the area. Teachers and learners were evacuated from the school, and the building was used as a living quarters for the National Guard's personnel. Amid the uh, chokes and the ghosts came out to play, Sergeant Robin Hairston uh, reported seeing the apparition of a girl in the doorway. Specialist Raw Sales Leaner saw a, a shadow of a young man in the school's restroom. Tara, in case, okay, saw a young woman in the school's restroom, and in in the re, in the restroom that terrified her. A staff member who did not want to be named opened a closet to find a ghostly girl clinging at or glaring at him. The volume of paranormal incidents beginning being reported during the time resulted in the campaign performing a cleansing of the building. After these reports strictly reduced, the school is now known more for its academic and excellence than for its uh, ghostly encounters. All right, the Julia F. Callahan Elementary School. In 1952, Julia F. Callahan, I'm sorry, Callahan, founder of the school in Lynn, Massachusetts, that was named after her, died. Teachers and pupils alike soon became convinced that she never left the school's, school's grounds. From eerie whistling heard in the hallways to strange sounds imitating from the uh, attic, Callahan's presence has become a familiar acquaintance at the school. Pupils have reported doors being slammed in the uh, library, while others claim to have the ghost of Callahan entering through an access door. In 2008, the fourth grader named Rachel Phyllis claimed that while she w she and her friend Nicole were in the bathroom down in the basement, they heard high-heeled shoes clicking over the floor. She and Nicole were the only ones in the bathroom. There is some dispute about exactly how Callahan entered the uh, afterlife, with some claiming that a bookcase fell on her and crushed her or other stories are her death include that she had a heart attack in her voice or in her office or fell off the roof of the school building well why'd she be on the fucking roof i'm just saying 
the principal Ed Toomey would uh, Toomey would be drawn into commit commenting on the story, commenting on the stories, and whether he believed or not, he did state that his view on Julius Ghost was positive and one that all was well as her spirit was mostly likely watching over the pupils in the school. Our next school is West High School. Even a very skeptical teacher had had to admit had to admit something strange is happening at the West High School at the West High School in Anchorage, Alaska. When several sightings of a, lone, of a lonely-looking lady in white roaming the premises were reported, the lady in white has been slayed as the lady in white has been standing backstage at the auditorium or standing dead still between the seats inside the massive room. She also ab- abruptly runs through the. Uh, band at times and hides in the halls of the basement a student stage manager once saw a girl opening the backstage door of the auditorium during a closed dress rehearsal and ran towards her to tell uh to tell her to stop only when he got there she had disappeared into the air even a security guard saw something white dash past him on one of the uh, corridors behind the auditorium balcony. Another ghost that seems to not want to leave in the Westville High, the West High School is that of a janitor who died a long time ago. People have reported seeing a man sweeping the lobby when he should not be there, while others claim to have heard footsteps echoing through the empty halls and seen lights flickering on and off by themselves. Pretty creepy. Okay, now sorry if I butchered its name up, but Magotajane Primary School. A female teacher at Magotajane Primary School in Switzerland refused to return to the school in 2013. Claiming that the evil spirits attacked her there, another teacher vacated his living quarters at the school after reported feeling unsafe. Thulon Delamini reported hearing one of his colleagues shouting, shouting that four short men were trying to were, were trying to stra- uh, strangle him. Shortly after this, the man. Oh, the man entered uh, Dominio's room, and finding that he could strangle him, they kicked him and tried to press his face down in his bed to keep him from breathing. God damn! Fuck them guys are fucking mean. See, that's the kind of shit I don't want. <laughs> Parents and other teachers were extremely skeptical. Skeptical, when some saying that the girls should stop making up stories. However, not long after the incident, other girls in the junior class reported the same thing. See, they're just trying to tell you, but you didn't want to listen because you're a butthole. Okay, sorry if I butchered this one up. The yo yo 
Kanawha High School. In an incident that started out as a mass hysteria, 27 girls collapsed at the Yokawa, excuse me, high school in Japan after seeing a vengeful, a vengeful spirit in 2014. It started out. It started out with one of the girls screaming at the top of her lungs that she was uh, paralyzed and unable to move. Then more girls started displaying the same behavior, causing other students to rush into the classroom to see what was happening. The craziness carried on for a couple of hours with people suspecting that the girls became possessed by the spirit of the headless ghost. The girls were yelling, kill me and die, and eventually the school doors were closed. Some believe that the headless girl rumored to haunt the uh, area of Mount Hoko in the uh, Aborigia uh, Abur- Dam had somehow posted one of the, or possessed one of the schoolgirls while she and her classmates were on an, uh, were on an exorcism. She carried the spirits home with the with her when she took oh she took the spirits home with her, which then took hold of her other pupils during classes. Oh. Alright, Cleveland High School. I wonder where this one's at. Oh, it's in Cleveland, Texas. A woman taking a, this is a Cleveland High School. A woman taking a cell phone picture of her nephew at Cleveland High School in Cleveland, Texas, Texas, got a lot more than she bargained for when she studied the photo afterwards. In the background, two people were most definitely were not there then the, when the picture was taken. The couple seemed to be wearing clothes uh, from the 1970s. They also seem to be uh, translucent. The man in the picture was a uh, bell-bottom pants and dark-colored shirt under a light-colored jacket. While the woman was standing behind her, behind him, her clothes were not as visible as his. The woman who took the picture, Marcella Davis, claimed that even... Claimed she did not even notice it until her daughter pointed it out to her. When asked whether she used an app to alter the photo into something creepy, she re- she responded that she don't even know how those apps worked, and that she definitely did not mess around with the uh, picture in any way. All right, sorry if I butcher this one up, but I'm going to give it a try. Tong Upper Primary Government School. In 2014, almost 300 people performed religious ceremonies at an upper primary government school in the uh, Tok District in India, India. After three children fainted during the school hours at the uh, sight of a ghost, the spectator was uh, the spectator was said to be that of a young girl who tried to push them towards a toward a toilet. 
The incident cost 170 children to refrain from going to school for a week. During the religious uh, during the religious rituals, it was claimed that one of the villagers taking part in part in them was possessed by the uh, deity Tahina Hyena, the deity Hyena, who then who then blah, 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 who then warned parents to perform. Poju on regular on a regular space to ensure on a regular basis to ensure that the school remained free of evil. The uh, pojo was performed at the temple on the school grounds, also because Paulo had not been performed in. Over two months before the uh, frightening incident with the pupils. Here's our next one. Deer Park CBS School. In 2017, Deer Park CBS in Cork, Ireland, made the news of a news made the made the news a month before Halloween. Surveillance cameras caught lockers shaking, papers flying around. And doors slamming with no human, uh, in, uh, with no humans being there. I remember that story. What happened was the people run the film, you know, that check the films when they come in at night. Was just checking the films, and uh, it looked like there was a kid, but there was no kid there. There's nothing. You see that, so you know, it, it starts coming down the hallway, but you don't see, it, you don't know. And then all of a sudden, a chair goes this way, then a chair goes that way. Then he goes over here, or the ghost starts shaking the uh, lockers. Then starts throwing uh, papers. It's fucking nuts. So go check that out. It's Deer Park CBS School. <coughs> In Cork, Ireland. Yeah, I remember this one. They say that school was built over the old um, uh, prison where they hung people, too. So, All right, here's our last one. The Lamberville High School. New Jersey's Lamberville High School had at one point been named the most haunted school on the East Coast. Fortunately, the building was since been torn down. Some people have reported seeing fairy eyes floating around on the sports field and and, uh, disembodied voices screaming. Others have reported seeing the ghost a former football player who broke his neck and died uh, during a match. Previously, library director Harold Dunn claimed that he read, oh, that the red burning eyes would appear if someone went up to the field at night. The disembodied voices would clumsily tell the person to run. Mysteriously message and pictures also appeared on chalkboards in the classroom. The school has been uh, vacant since... Oh, oh, the school has has existed since 1854, before, uh, before being torn down in 2012. The original building was uh, mostly destroyed in a fire in the early uh, 1920s, 
and several rumors claim that 150 students were killed in the fire as well as some of the teachers. A tribute stone at the school is said to have been placed there in remembrance for their terrible death. So if you're ever up in New York, go check that place out. Oh, man, that was a pretty good episode, guys. I like that. That was good. Ah, Well, guys, you know what time of that means. It's time for Steven to get out of here. But, once again, I want to say thank you guys for listening. Our numbers are going great. Keep telling everybody about this. Listen to uh, it around the fire with your friends if you want to. Just uh, keep telling your friends about it. Keep downloading and give me some, hey, I really need some five-star reviews. That would really help me out. So if you listen to me on Spotify, give me five stars. On iTunes, give me some five stars if you like. I just... Like I said, guys, y'all make this awesome, and I'm glad I'm doing it, and I want to keep doing it. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page, Ghost Stories Told from the South. You can uh, talk to me there through the uh, DMs. If you got any ghost stories you want me to talk about, tell me about it. Go look me up on Facebook. All right, guys? But I don't want to keep you too long, but this has been Ghost Stories Told from the South. And I am your host, Stephen LaBooth. Excuse me, I'm Stephen LaBooth, and I hope you had a good skilly skilly time. <laughs> and this has been a Booth podcasting production, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Don't be too creepy. See you later, dudes and ladies. Bye. <laughs>